This is First Date Stories, the podcast, the show where women in their late 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond talk all about the first dates they've been on. From the wildly successful to the completely disastrous and everything in between, here's your host, Jody Klein, founder of FirstDateStories.com. Most women hope for a romantic first date. You're having fun, you're attracted to him, and you're feeling the same from him. You flirt, you might even kiss. The more time you spend with him, the more relaxed you get. You sense potential. The connection between Connie, our guest this week, and Chris was immediate. They had chemistry. Their conversation flowed easily. They had a lot in common, and they made each other laugh. Romance was definitely in the air. Then something happened that didn't align with Connie's experience up to that point. She was taken aback and needed to decide if she should follow her heart or trust her gut. Here's Connie's first date story. Welcome, Connie, to the podcast. Thank you. Before we get into the first date, I want to hear more about you. Please share a bit about yourself. I am 53 years old, and I am in the alternative medical field. I have my own wellness center. I am currently getting my doctoral. I was married for years. I've been divorced for eight of those years, and my son has grown, and I'm just loving life. That's fantastic. And you seem to be a woman with a lot going on. Yes, definitely a busy woman. The date we're going to talk about. Who did you go out with? I went out with a gentleman that I met online. What was the gentleman's name? Chris. And which online platform did you guys meet on? Zeusk. How long had you been on Zeusk before you met him? I went on for three months, but I actually met him very early on. Did he contact you? Did you contact him? Uh, I liked him, and then he contacted me, and then we went from there, and we started a conversation and quickly got off the site and talked um, on the phone. What was it about his profile on Zeusk that got you to click that like button? I liked the way that he presented himself, and he was a world traveler, and he just seemed like he had some depth. You could pick that up from the profile clearly and so when the two of you talked how did that sync up the conversation with what you kind of took away from his profile it actually was better than his profile Ah. we had a lot in common we had great conversation it was easy there wasn't any force in it it just flowed nice and then How did you come to actually go out on a date? Did he ask you during this phone conversation? We quickly set up a date. So, but he said that he was going to plan it. And I like that. And so he set the date and then I was going to meet him in the city. And I didn't really know where we were going. So I had to use GPS. It was actually on the water. So I had to kind of drive out to the water. But it was lovely. It was like an adventure for me. When you got to this destination, how did you find him? How did he find you? Yeah, and there wasn't really any reception so out there, so I had to kind of drive around to find him, and then he oh. was standing outside of his car, and um, then he we got in his car, and then we he took me the rest of the way to 
this cliff overlooking the water and we were watched the sunset it was absolutely gorgeous and we just talked and it was like it was so picturesque it was beautiful sounds like this guy was a big romantic yes very romantic which i love so you you see chris you say hello in this parking lot you get in his car and immediately do you guys start talking picking up the conversation from before was it you know, easy from the get-go with him or yeah I mean of course there were nerves because it was our first date especially with me I get nervous my first date so but he really put me at ease and just you know it was just as we walked along because we walked for quite some time too along this path and so it was just really comfortable after a while and um it was cold, and so then he put his arms around me and kept me warm, and we took pictures together. It was kind of a lot for a first date, but it was just there. Yeah. Wow. Seems like it was incredibly, as I said, romantic, the two of you out there seeing the sunset. Yes. And what happened next? And then uh, after we watched the sunset, we got back in his car, and he drove us to this beautiful little restaurant and we walked in and we sat at this little table and it was just like it was all wood inside it was just very classy and we had a glass of wine and we ordered some hors d'oeuvres and it was like the best conversation I've ever had on a date wow what made it the best conversation you'd had on a date he just had so much depth. It's like anything that I brought up or anything we talked about, he could speak to it. He could, like he had had that experience. Like we both shared so much similarities about how we feel about life and traveling and our philosophies. They were very similar. It was so refreshing. Did he ask you questions about you? Yes, he asked a lot of questions about me too, which was great. He was a great listener. He had a lot of charisma. You know, he had some sense of humor. So we had, we laughed, we talked, we, I don't know, it was just so good. How were you feeling at that excited point? Excited about him. Excited about him. And, you know, usually I'm not one to like, oh, kiss somebody on the first date or whatever, but we both were feeling it so much that we actually kissed in the, restaurant in the restaurant yeah share more (laughs) you know we were talking about how important it was for us to meet somebody that we were compatible we talked about kissing and then he kissed me he just leaned in? Yeah, leaned in, and it was very soft and sweet. It wasn't mm. aggressive or, you know, it was very, very nice. Sounds lovely. Yeah, it was. Where did things go from there? So after dinner, then, he walked me to my car, and I was just so excited about him, thinking, you know, can't wait. You know, this went so great. I'm sure we're going to have a second date. And then he, we stopped at my car, and he kissed me goodbye. And then all of a sudden... He just was super touchy-feely, like right up my shirt and just, it was shocking actually for me. What did you do? I stopped him and he looked at me and he said, too much, too soon? And I said, yes. And 
And um, he said, okay, you know, and then we kind of called it a night. But on, even on the way home, I was just kind of like, uh, I didn't have a good feeling. Like mm. all of that greatness left me mm. at that moment. Because? He was so aggressive. He was really aggressive in the parking lot. I actually felt like I was in high school a little bit. <laughs> really? And not in a good way. And how old is this guy? He was my age, so. So he's in his 50s, mm-hmm. and he's acting like uh, Yeah, a, just a not respectful in my eyes, in right. my, what I like, you know. How were you feeling on the drive home? I was feeling deflated, and I feel like some of my past wounding came up where I was just, I felt yucky, actually. That's the word that comes up to me. Oh, yucky. Yeah, because here we had such a lovely, beautiful date, and his actions didn't match what I had experienced with him. You expected he'd be more of a gentleman. Absolutely. And he demonstrated he was very interested in one thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. So share with me and the listeners the rest of the story. What happened next with Chris? Uh, he contacted me the next day and then asked if I could come to his house that he wanted to make me dinner. And I actually kind of froze inside. Like, oh, I don't want to put myself in that situation. And so I just said to him that I felt like I wasn't ready to go where he wanted to go so that I wasn't going to come to his house and he said that he was really bummed that um, I felt that way but that he understood and thanks for being candid so (laughs) it wasn't like he was that heartbroken (laughs) was that the last time the two of you were in touch yes for about a year then what happened after a year He actually contacted me again. Out of the blue? Through social media. Oh, through social media. LinkedIn. He he contacted you through LinkedIn. He Mm. took a professional route. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Okay. Yes. That must have been a surprise. It was. And then we had text a little bit more back and forth on LinkedIn. And then um, we decided that we were going to meet again. Why were you willing to see him again? Maybe because I second-guessed myself in that situation. Like, maybe I didn't give him the chance that I maybe should have, or maybe I jumped the gun, or, you know, maybe I should just see again. We're just going on a hike. I thought, what's a hike? It's okay. Yeah. And was it okay? It was fantastic, again. Much better than okay, it sounds like. Yeah, so we met and this beautiful hike that ends up at the water again, but different, and packed a picnic lunch for us. He brought all the food. He asked me if I had any food sensitivities. I mean, he was very sweet in all of his questions, and we had great conversation about our date before, and I was very open and honest about how I felt. He was very receptive, and we had another wonderful date. When you told him how he made you feel, then what what did I, you mean by he was receptive? I shared my feelings about how I felt, 
And of course, I do take responsibility for my own feelings. And so I said, you know, maybe it was because I was out of a relationship. And, you know, I said things like that. And he also took his responsibility and said, well, you know, I shouldn't have actually gone that quickly. And I apologize. So, you know, it was like we both took responsibility for our own whatever that was Mm -hmm. at that moment. What happened next? It's so funny, like the movies. So we were coming back from the the hike, and it started downpouring rain. I mean, downpouring. Where we got in the car, and we were just laughing, and it was we were soaked, and we started talking, and then we ended up kissing in the car, and we definitely went out on like four more dates. And I was like, okay, I misjudged this guy. And then he asked me again after four dates if I would come to his house to, he wanted to make me dinner. And I thought this time, okay, it's okay, it's time. I went there for dinner and we were intimate and it was the worst intimate experience I've ever had. No way. (laughs) (laughs) All this buildup. Oh my gosh, it was so terrible. Oh no. Yes. Oh, no. And you're lying there, and you're thinking, this isn't what I expected? No. It was very shocking, and uh, I I was like, at that moment, like, I I should have listened to my intuition a year ago. (laughs) (laughs) Learned a lot about your gut, didn't you? Yes. Like, once you make up your mind and you know that and your gut's telling you, listen to that, because that's real. You were doing a lot of rationalizing, weren't you? Yes, I do. I tend to do that because, but I do know over and over and over that my gut does tell me the truth. However, um, I did leave my phone at his house, so we met the next day. Um, He said we were going to have breakfast, and he'd bring me my phone, and when I showed up, his energy was like completely different yeah and then he said that he couldn't stay for breakfast that he had a meeting Hmm. and so basically he handed me my phone gave me a hug said he'll see me soon and I turned around and walked away but you know that gut like heart-wrenching gut feeling I knew like I was like oh yep guess it didn't go well well I knew it didn't go well but It didn't go well for you, and he knew how you were feeling. I think so. I think, but I don't think I was his cup of tea either. To be honest with you, we were different. We were very different, intimately. Definitely Mm. wanting two different things. We got through it, but it was very uh, awkward. You found out early. Yes. That it was going to be awkward, so that, that was good. Yes, but we still saw each other one more time. You did. And it was lovely once again. We were sitting out in a restaurant outside, looking over the water. We had great food and heaters over us. It was kind of a cold day, but it was just, and the conversation flowed again. It was great. We walked along the boardwalk, and when we left, he was like, I would love to come over to your house. And I said, yeah, I'll cook for you. And we left it very like, I'll see you soon, and within the next couple days. And I never heard from him again. 
Did that surprise you? It, it did surprise me. Do you think he did you a favor, though? He definitely did me a favor. And I did call him and say, it doesn't matter what it is, just share it with me. No, he didn't. He never even contacted me again, which surprised me because he was such a good communicator and appreciative of my communication. So that surprised me the most. Sounds like he might not have been the best communicator when it came to the tougher stuff. Absolutely. What did you take away from this whole experience going out with Chris? That, you know, you can listen to your intuition, but there's still, I mean, you need to find out more. You're never going to know anything on a first date. You're never going to know everything on a first date or even four dates in because I was surprised and yet I wasn't surprised. So this is the person that you talk to just may not be the whole picture. I really think that each time I go out with somebody, it's a lesson for me just to listen to my own self and feelings and maybe not process so much like I'm going to give them another chance. <laughs> maybe I already know and to trust that. Trust your gut. Trust my gut. It doesn't lie. Thank you, Connie, for being on the podcast. It's been a treat to have you here. Thank you so much. What's your take on this first date story? Do you have thoughts about it? Maybe you had a flashback to a date you went on once. We want to hear from you. Please go to firstdatestories forward slash podcast to post your comments, connect with other women, and listen to more episodes. While you're on the website, make sure to check out the articles about dating longer and later in life. If you have a memorable first date story that you want to share with other women, please go to firstdatestories.com forward slash share and tell us about it. We might invite you to be a guest on a future podcast episode or to publish a short story you've written about your date on our website. After all, that's what firstdatestories.com is all about, creating a place for women to share our stories and connect around our dating experiences. And now for the legalese. This podcast is for general information and entertainment purposes only and is not intended as professional advice for our listeners. We suggest that you always consult with your own personal coaches and advisors. First Date Stories does not recommend or endorse or object to the views or topics expressed on this podcast. Also, the names of the guests and the men who they've dated are often changed for privacy purposes. You can subscribe to this podcast at firstdatestories.com, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcasts. First Date Stories, the podcast, is produced and edited by Kim Coletti and Lisa Gray of Soundline Productions and is brought to you by Esquire Ventures. Thanks for listening and keep going on those first dates because beyond your next first date may be the long-term love you are seeking. <laughs>